is full, the autumn nights grow longer, in the north forests startled crows cry out, still high overhead the star river stretches, the dipper's handle set to southwest, the cold cricket grieves deep in the chambers, of the notes of sweet birds none remain. Then one evening gusts of autumn come. One who sleeps alone thinks fondly on thick quilts past loves or a thousand miles farther each day, blocked from my drifting and my sinking. Man's life is not as the grass and trees. Still, the seasons changes can stir the heart. From the 6th Dynasty Chinese poet Wei Ying Wu, 737 to 792 A.D. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanaja Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for September 13th to 20th, 2019. It's the full harvest moon. And here are some natural events. The cricket, the cricket on the hearth, is a universal symbol of domestic comfort and security from China in the east to Europe in the west, and it has been so for thousands of years. Perhaps this is because crickets flourish in open fields and long grass. And where there are open fields and long grass, there are grazing animals. And where there are grazing animals, there is food for omnivorous upright social primates like us. Add a warm hearth with a cricket chirping on it and you have the very picture of domestic comfort and security. This symbolism is captured today in homey cricket pillow covers, cast iron cricket boot jacks, ceramic crickets, for the fireplace mantle, and storybooks and cricket cages for the children. Crickets have been kept as pets around the world since time immemorial to delight with their cheerful songs. In China, they're bred to fight. In other countries, they are raised by the ton as fish bait and bird food and even human food. Mowing the grass these days at our Eggmoggin field station takes a lot longer because I try to avoid the hundreds of crickets fleeing in every direction from the snarling mower. I'm sure I've killed many, and it pains me, not to mention the bad luck. It's said that you can tell the temperature in degrees Fahrenheit by counting the cricket chirps in 15 seconds and adding 37. The feeling of walking through the garden on a sunny autumn afternoon or going out on a starry fall evening and hearing the, and hearing the singing crickets is joy and contentment. The sound of fewer and fewer cricket calls as the weather gets colder is sadness and nostalgia for summer past. Here's a field and forest report. 
sheep from Cardingbrook Farm were on our little pasture for a couple of weeks, and we got quite neighborly. We gave them drops from our apple tree, and they came a-running whenever we came out the kitchen door. Their sentinel, Shy, an elderly draft horse, likes apples too, but she prefers eating them out of hand. They're family now. This past week, neighbor John Ellsworth and I went to his sawmill up in the woods to mill out some roof boards for the shop we're building. Every so often when the saw was quiet, we'd hear a soft whirring sound, and a huge sawyer beetle would land on one of the new boards, or on someone's hat, or on someone's shoulder. The sawyer beetle gets its name from its fondness for sawmills, or maybe it's from the scritch scritch sound its larvae make under the bark. This bug is black with white spots. It can grow up to two inches long, and it's not so chummy as the crickets. Sawyer larvae can do a good deal of damage to diseased or damaged pine, spruce, fir that might otherwise make decent lumber. And it can also give you a memorable bite, I know, because I've been bitten by sawyer beetles more than once. Maybe they thought I was a diseased pine tree. And here's a rank opinion. In some cultures, crickets are omens of good luck, and in other cultures, they bring bad luck. Around here, these tiny ebony fiddlers are omens of the end of a splendid summer, with juicy fruit and lush vegetables from the garden, with visits to the woods and the water, family and friends, and we hurt to see such a summer pass. We don't know if the cricket foresees its own fate, but the cheerful cricket on the hearth tells us chances are good that we may yet see another summer like this gem now ending. And finally, here's a seed pod to carry around with you. This is also from a 6th century Chinese poet, Xiao Kang. Green leaves that dawn after dawn grow yellow. Red cheeks that fade with passing days. If our world is made up of such changes as these, is it strange that my heart is so sad? That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.